2: Hello and welcome to the first Former Players Association Stacey West special. I uh, am Gary Hutchinson. I am one of the regular hosts of the Stacey West podcast. I'll be here with you uh, for these episodes and I will be joined by Paul Degare, a former Lincoln City player. How are you doing, Paul? Not too bad. How are you, Gary? Yeah, nobody ever asks me, I don't think. (laughs) I don't don't think that they do. No, really excited today because obviously we've got Matt Carmichael coming on the show. I'm intrigued to listen to his story, uh, his journey as a player. Uh, he was a
3: player in the early 90s where I was sort of aware of and I'm just I'm yeah really interested to see how that journey evolves for him and his time at Lincoln especially.
2: Yeah because he got quite a unique journey which obviously we're going to hear about and talk about I mean he's he's been and done a lot more than people might realise from a Lincoln City perspective he played at quite an interesting time as well so I'm sure there'll be some memories from his Lincoln time. And Also, the fact is, which we don't see Matt nowadays as much, he was a late entry into professional football as well. So, uh, let's say, very interesting uh, chat coming up. Yeah. So, if you're listening in uh, and you think, well, I've seen Matt sometimes in the Legends Lounge or I've seen him do the FPA stuff around the ground, um, this isn't repetition. This is is good. Um, We've got Obviously, Paul's uh, perspective as a former player, sort of asking more dressing room orientated questions that the likes of myself and those who do the match day stuff probably won't. And then there's me as a Lincoln fan hoping to chip in as well. So that's the dynamic we're going for. Um, should we get Matt in and get started? Let's go for it. It's a submacker time. We have got a special player for you to kick off this series. He made 156 appearances for Lincoln, 113 of those were Football League starts. He scored 21 goals and doubtless you will have one or two that you remember from huge fixtures. He went on to play with an England captain. He went on to play at Wembley. He came back and served the club behind the scenes as well. Ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls, big welcome, please, to Matt Carmichael. How are you doing, mate?
0: I'm good, thank you very much. Good Um... intro.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That was a big build-up. It is, yeah. You've got to butter you up, haven't you? Otherwise, you know, yeah. if you if you if you just come in, so um, yeah, so all good, all good. Okay, uh, Paul, do you want to kick us off? Yeah, I'm. I'm just. I've only known Maka really personally over the
3: last six months, but uh, over the last week or so, since I knew Maka was going to come on, I've been done a bit of research, and uh, I'm I'm just interested in every player's journey. Uh, so, Maka, where did it actually start for you?
0: <laughs> uh, my first one <laughs> would have been uh, while I was in the army. I joined a team um, called Durrington Rangers, uh, which was near uh, in well, near Salisbury and in, in the uh, Salisbury Plain,
3: All right down uh, south. Right.
0: and we had uh, a very good team, and we won everything that year. Literally, everything, even the county cup, which for a village team was unheard of. <laughs> it, we just had a special led, uh, led group of lads, and they were yeah. really, really good. And
3: um, What were you – was that uh, 87, 88? No, that or... was 80, 85.
0: 85, okay. Yeah, I, I went to Germany in 84. We come back and went to Lark Hill in 85. Um, right. I went, so, 80, yeah, 85, 86, and then 87, I went to London.
3: Okay, so on the on the back of that, where were you picked up then? Were was that literally just a scout at the game approached you? Um,
0: yes, I think it was. It was a scout from that picked me up for Salisbury, and I went and okay. played for Salisbury City. Um With uh, the manager was called Jeff Butler, who used to play for Liverpool. Okay, Um and we played. It was like on a park, the old the old Salisbury. I mean, they've got proper ground now, but um yeah. he was manager chairman it was everything honestly yeah. he was Mr Salisbury at the time <laughs> yeah he...
3: like many like lower league clubs back then just oh, really yeah, one definitely. man band
0: yeah, yeah very good I mean when I become a pro he was like it kept saying to me oh you'll never be a pro you because you're not nasty enough you don't get your elbows and smash people and stuff like that and, like, and then when I made it I found him I did you know <laughs>
3: <laughs> so how, how did you make your way up north then so, uh, how's that, okay, sort of, so... so,
0: from from Salisbury, um, while I was in the army, the combined services manager was called Chris Brady. Now he is a professor now in Portsmouth. He is an absolute fantastic coach and manager. He can analyze a team, break it down, and tell you everything about them, every player, uh, benefits, doubt, uh, the doubts, anything. He was absolutely brilliant. Um, i'm not I'm, I'm really surprised he actually never went into football but he was yeah. he was a, like a commander on um, a ship like it was yeah. navy but so he was like quite a bit of money and stuff like that yeah, i suppose he didn't need league 2 or league 3 uh, one no status he, i think yeah. he was happy what he was doing It uh, was certainly we were combined services so again we were playing teams like chelsea wimbledon yeah. Uh, back in the day, I remember playing against Mickey Droy, um, yeah, big centre out. Yeah, massive. Loved the loved the smoke. Yeah, back in the, <laughs> back in the day, this was
3: the oldest. You don't get that nowadays.
0: <laughs> no, but it, it, but it was. Yeah, it was. It, it was good, and the standard was really, really high. I would say that the the comp, the combined services team would have been a top League Two team, if not League One team. Mm-hmm. Um, because well six of them would come out and become profo- yeah. uh, professional there's obviously myself guy Whittingham, um steve welsh yeah. remember guy Whittingham. Uh, mickey mickey cheating me to ipswich and then cambridge uh yeah. the keeper I can't think of his name but he went to ipswich and then obviously the players just before that was um oh god what's his name phil stan
3: yeah, yeah so, and then
0: obviously yeah. later then you've got Simon Yao and, and there's, so there's they're actually starting to come out with quite a few players. Um yeah. so it's a really really good standard.
3: So what was it what was it sort of like that moment what was that sort of like that game that was like all right this is changing me now this is a different I'm going different down a different pathway. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, like like I say we going so I went Salisbury, and then I went to Beijing State with him. So we're playing okay. back, so it's Southern League, Southern League Premier at the yeah. time. Um, I'm playing Salisbury, and then I got um, a call from Wickham, Wickham Wanderers.
3: Ah, okay. uh, they yeah. were in
0: the conference at the time.
3: Is that uh, where Martin O'Neill sorry. was at? Sorry? Martin O'Neill's manager?
0: No. I can't, again, I can't remember his name. Okay. Um I wasn't there long. It, yeah. it was it was one of these ones, and then they gave me a car and everything. And, like Wicking wasn't blazing, and I was at the time. I was I was stationed in London um, at Woolwich, and I've come through the gate with this Wicking Wanderers on it, and my like regimental right side major's going, "What the effing hell was that?" <laughs> and he's
3: going
0: like, "This." I, I was in the gym, so I parked outside the gym. It's like, "Wicking Wanderers blazing all." I mean, to be fair, it was only like a Mondeo or something like that, or. Um, not a Mondo. What What's the other one, Mon?
3: Oh, what's, what was the
0: Foxer one?
3: What, Astra? I don't know. I no, you probably no. won't
0: remember. <laughs> <laughs> in four wheels and the steering wheel and stuff. Oh, yeah. Use your legs to push it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, and um, also, you're talking about the combined services there. Just to go back a bit, but you have a bit of a claim to fame about playing in Europe with them. I seem to think.
0: Yes. Well, it's as I said to before It's. This was when um, Liverpool um, had got everyone banned, or whether it was Liverpool, but they, they banned us from playing in Europe. Uh, and so the Combined Services was the only t- British team was to allow to play in there, because we played in a cup called the, the Quadrangular Cup, which is between ourselves, the Dutch and the Belgians. So okay. the Belgians would come over here, we'd play there and then we'd go to the, uh, the Dutch and then you'd swap it around the next year. Uh, and on the final year, we won that competition because I mean these were all these were conscripts for Belgium and for uh, for Holland. It, it, again, the Holland team, the the day uh, the day the, the last one, 1988, 1989, when we played them, um, there was two players sat in a European Cup final on the bench that come and played against us the next day. Yeah. Uh, because God. of were conscripts and, and you no, know, they're professional footballers, but they were in the army as such, yeah, yeah. But they come and played against us, and, and they were always massive. The Dutch was like all of them, were like six foot eight. I couldn't believe it how big <laughs> it was. <laughs> <laughs> we, beat, we beat them, um, I think Whittier might have scored the winner actually. Um, and we had a nice little trip back for that because they haven't done it since uh quite a few years, like 20 or 30 years or something like that. So it, wow. it, it was nice to do, um, and obviously. I mean the European thing. It was like, yeah, no one else was allowed to play in Europe from yeah. uh, from us. So that was. So, quite... the combined,
3: so the combined services was that more like I don't know. I, mean, I, I don't know. Was that like near enough full time football back back in those days, or was it? You literally no, how much? How many hours a week were you given the football side of it?
0: Oh well, yeah, there weren't a lot to the army side of it. To be fair.
2: <laughs> no. no.
0: <laughs> the last two years, I was a physical training instructor at Woolwich, which is a training depot. Yeah. But I, again, I was playing. So you play football for your battery. Then I played yeah. football for my regiment. Then for the yeah. army. Then for the combine services. And I also played football for non-league. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I actually, a couple of times I actually played in the morning for the yeah. army and then non-league at night. Two so games you- a day. Yeah. So effectively I, I, I was super fit at the time, yeah. yeah.
2: Not yeah. now. <laughs> when you when you went to Wickham, was that was that the first time you came across Lincoln? Did you, you play
0: uh actually Steve? yes, it was because I played at um at Wickham with Brezi. Yeah. Uh, brezi was at Wickham um on that slopey pitch, and I remember we played Lincoln um one Tuesday night, I think it was the, you won two one. Um, and Bresley signed for Lincoln that day
2: he was sent off that game as well <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's
0: probably why they signed him. <laughs> it, it weren 't going to be playing for a couple of days or whatever, a couple of games <laughs> but yeah See, I, and that 's why when I came to when I first came to lincoln um i 'd forgot all about Bresley and stuff like that because I mean obviously i went on from from Wickham, I went to play for Bromley, which is right next to Wool- Woolwich, yeah, so it was yeah. so much easier, and the manager was. Greg Chappell, who you had it, Woken, wasn't it? Yeah, Jeff Chappell, Jeff Chappell. Jeff Chapel, sorry, yeah.
3: Jeff Chapel, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, he was at Bromley before that.
3: Oh right, um, I didn't even realize that.
0: And we, we got we come second in the league at the time. Yeah, which was no the Southern Premier. It was, it was brilliant, honestly. It was I, I was playing with players that were that worked in the city. I'm I mean just these go- people were like proper um what are they called? Filofax Fal- people.
3: You know Your what piece. I mean? They, they,
0: had they had money. They were minted. They didn't. There's no way they'd go play League Two or even even League One. The money they were earning, yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> but it was great. It was really good fun. Um, the the chairman was a bloke called Fred the Boat because he owned a he owned a one of them big long boats in Ber, um at Berlin. Okay, on the on the river or something, or on the Rhine or something. He owns a big long boat on the Rhine or something like that. But Halford was dodges anything, but it was great fun.
3: Brilliant. So, how old were you at that, at that point? Sorry, I know it's a personal question. No, no, that's fine. I was, I
0: was uh, tw- twenty-three at Wickham, twenty-four uh, at Woking, and then twenty-five when I first came to Lincoln.
3: Okay, all right. So you're very much a late starter time. Oh, very of... much
0: so. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I actually was getting I was I was leaving uh, the army for the um police. I was gonna join the Met Police.
3: Wow. I'd already
0: I'd already done all the uh, entry fa- everything, all the entry lot. Um they were waiting for me to go there. Uh, it was yeah. literally within a month I was supposed to leave the army to go. Uh, oh, when wow. we the Lincoln thing just popped up out of nowhere. I was doing yeah. a um a fun week with the kids. I think mean, it's Coca-Cola fun week.
3: Yeah. With a load of
0: well, a load of coaches from uh, football through the army and stuff like that. It was at Shop. Yeah. Uh, and at the time, Lincoln was down there with Murph um, doing preseason training, I
3: and think. they had
0: played. They'd played an army team the night before, something got kicked about, had a few injuries, and said, "Can we have a couple of coaches join in?"
3: Yeah. Uh,
0: in a little session they were putting on for the kids. So I joined in and scored a hat trick. <laughs> and Murph's <laughs> going, "Oh, oh,
3: you
0: fancy." <laughs> Tonight, yeah, give you twenty minutes, we'll got another game. I think we were playing about semi boarding or something or boarding. I said, Yeah, don't mind. Me and this other lad went. Um I I got on after I think it was about for the last 20 minutes or something, we won one-nil scored, we won 4-0, and then Murph's gone, Oh, can you come to Lincoln? I'm like, Where's
3: Lincoln? Last <laughs> <laughs> conversation we had last week. <laughs> right, <you're> there somewhere <laughs>
2: So is that, was that a tough decision to make given that you got the police all lined up, or, or was it a no brainer just straight oh, no, to the football?
0: Actually, um, Donald knows that, He you know, does all the uh, stats and all stuff like that. Yeah. He um, he sent me a, a piece of paper and I didn't realize it, or oh, this little clipping and it said, uh, Met Met Police don't get their man. And it was it was a bit in the paper they put the uh, uh, Met Police um manager said so that don't get that striker Matt Carmichael decided to obviously go play football league and stuff like that and they put a little bit in it and he goes a fair play to the lad um obviously if it doesn't work out it can come back and uh and, and obviously work here but it worked out for me and the rest is history
2: <laughs> made a, quite a splash on your debut
0: yeah a little bit up here yeah <laughs> <laughs> Well the first one was Scunny at home actually. And I don't mean With the league. Hardly. That was it was the Finney Cup, wasn't it? The um uh, Link Senior Cup, I think it was. Okay. And we beat them 2-1 and scored the first one there. And actually the next night we played Barnsley away. And we beat them 2-0, scored there, and the other one was Clarkey from a free kick at well Oakwell. Um and then he's always like, so asking me, can you stay, can you stay up, can you stay up? Um, so, and to be fair, my boss was brilliant. It was, it was brilliant PR for the army to have you know, obviously yeah. players going into it. Um, so, th- yeah, there wasn't a problem with that. And then, obviously, the first game of the season come and he goes, "Right, I'm going to play you. I'm still in the army. <laughs> <laughs> they played you and then um, we played Scunthorpe, first game of the season, beat 1-0 and I scored the winner. So, it's like I signed that night um and then it's to be fair it was uh, two weeks to get out of the army it was but i think most of it was like sort of prepared but it didn't take as long Um uh, yeah. then it was matt it was just sort of an accommodation and stuff i stayed when i first i rented um john mcginley's uh bungalow for the first couple of months i think and then got a house down brand road next to brassy actually um
3: is that john mcginley the ex Bolton forward yeah, that, no, 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 not no, Bob. No, 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 oh, no, 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 was, um, no, right no.
0: Rotherham money,
2: no. and he played yeah, for Charleroi okay. in Belgium, I yeah. think. Newcastle right. lad, I think he was, it was. Yeah, he was. Yeah,
0: northeast, anyway. Yeah,
2: big, strong. Yeah, play, yeah he played yeah, winger, but he that, was yeah. nasty.
0: Well, there always was back there. I know all. He's either a centre half or centre forward. <laughs> there was, they had to be six foot plus. The <laughs> one. So, I always find this really strange. Like, especially at the FPA now. You look at all the players that were centre half um, uh, back in the sixties, and you've got like your Phil Neals and your Dennis Lees and and all that. And you think, yeah, well, they're not six foot plus, and you think, how did they survive uh, yeah. the rigours of of that time? And, like, and some of them have played two hundred odd games of the time. You think hey, Roger Holmes, another one, like. They're not big people, but no. they, they were obviously, and it was physical back then. And then I, like, I always like, wow, yeah, everything now has got to be over six foot five and everything else.
3: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, I remember my time there. Colin Greenall, I mean, he played yeah. centre, yeah, and he yeah. wasn't he wasn't particularly tall. No,
0: he wasn't. No, I remember him. He was he long side Yeah, he's yeah, long side
3: Browning. he was. Too, drowning, too, and yeah. He I was, he was like, full centre half as well.
0: No, another one's Alan Walker. I mean, he's probably about the. He yeah. asked that question, but he's probably about the hardest centre-half that I've played against is Alan Walker. He, and then he was, I mean, smaller than me. He went tiny, but he yeah. was physically aggressive with you. Like yeah. every, He would just wouldn't give you a second.
3: Yeah. So what was your, what was your best position in Maco? Because, yeah. I, I, no, I, I, was, I mean, when I was sort of looking back, I always saw, you, I saw your name associated with centre-forward. Yeah, and then I, when I read, read more, read, more I looked in, I was like, I didn't realise you were centre-back, centre-back, you know. So, Well, this what, what all
0: stemmed from the Combined Services and the Army. Yeah. Because I played centre-back for the Army and the Combined yeah. Services because the guy wishing him up front, and he
3: ain't bad. Yeah, he ain't but, bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <no>. Very good.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, and he had a lad called Mickey Spencer with him. Um, and they had a really, really good um, understanding because yeah. they both played for the Army and they both played for the combined Services. And they were absolutely super. Another one was Steve Thompson, who was a lad that was at Yeovil. I think he went on to become manager of Yeovil and even assistant oh, manager at uh, Woking. Woking,
3: yeah,
0: yeah. Um, he, he was one of these. It given him the ball and it would and run out. at you. He'd be like a gigs, but not a winger. Yeah, and like okay. A centre midfield player that can run it players. Yeah. And his feet were so quick. He was very, very good. These are the type of players we had. It, it, like, we had 12 big lads that's going to win the headers and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but we had some really good ballers. I mean, Steve Welsh, uh, I mean, if you know him, he's, like, probably the fittest man in the world because he used to be a wing-back. And, uh, God, he just never stopped running.
3: He's just up and down.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, honestly, it, never, it was like Cafu. If you think of Cafu, that's what yeah. he was like. Just non-stop. Right. And, and that's, the sort of, that's the sort of players that we had. And it's like,
3: that's
0: yeah. a good... Yeah, you know, you've got a good mixture of players. Yeah. Really good mixture of players we had at the time. And that's why it was successful.
2: Yeah. So what was the um, what was the squad like when you came into Lincoln? How sort of what, what characters were there and how was it set up?
0: Oh <laughs> number one character, Hobson, of course. <laughs> the wind up. <laughs> but he was injured. I think he was injured at the start of the season. Um one of the reasons why it was me and Satori up front, Colin who went with the big lads. Um uh, Paul Smith, he was here, but he was, again, they changed him from a striker to right-back. Um, yeah. And then decided started putting me left wing when Hobo come back, just because he could play me uh, just to get me to play. So I played sort of a left wing, right wing. And then when Tomo came in, it was... Um, now, Tomo didn't realise I'd played centre-back uh, for the Army Combined Services. Yeah. But when Alan Clark came in, um, and we wasn't play I wasn't playing. We were in the reserves. So I was playing the reserves with Tomo and I played at centre back. And he was like, I played a long time, Tomo. He was like, Why aren't you playing centre back? He's like because to be fair, I find centre back so much easier. I mean, obviously, when you're back to goal, it's a lot, lot harder to be a striker. A lot yeah. harder. Um, I found centre back easy reading the game, uh, reading how players play and stuff like that. But then you get that as well. From playing in all the different positions again from centre back from Tomo, then it went to centre midfield because I could cover the box to box. I was fit, um, yeah. right back, left back, either side, I could play because of both feet, uh, footed. Sorry, um, to be fair, I should have been in the premiership.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I suppose, you know, you're playing centre That'd back, they have <laughs> like, so haven't played forward as well you know what exactly. what you know what's and, going and through their
0: minds goals. yeah and, and even at center back scored goals and it yeah. was like that because i remember quite a few um that i came on or not come on sorry that i scored goals in and it's the winner no the one nils yeah. we beat burnley 1-0 in the 89th minute after the third attempt yeah uh, which is crazy yeah, that we're going to do the same thing in the fa cup um, um yeah I, I always pop up with a goal I just have that sort of instinct to be in that space, whether it be the back of the goal, which always for me, any striker, I'm guaranteed yeah. you'll get ten goals, literally being at the back post. A season. You will get ten goals just by being there, just by making a run to you go front and then come out to the back. You will get ten goals just from that one position and nothing else. Yeah. I, I just the, the amount of time the ball goes out the back post is unbelievable, it you really is. It.
3: You see, that way, and again, it, out, we're talking
0: you? premiership teams as well, you, you see it all the time. You think, yeah, why don't they know that? Why don't they know that?
3: Yeah. They,
0: they must have these ex players, the Russia and all them, where they used to score gold. I know Russia was more sort of a, in front of people to just nip in and score, but um, back first players like the big lads again, that would be one of those. Yeah, If I want to score a goal, I'm going to appeal to the back post because at the back post, is going to be either a right back or a left back that's going yeah. to be, you know, five foot eight or whatever.
3: Well, didn't uh, Sterling do quite well at Man City by doing that? Exactly. That back post? you know.
0: Dean West did it at Lincoln a lot. He scored a few goals, but he was forward thinking. He really did like to get stuck. Now, get in the box, try to yeah. get the goals. And I think yeah. that's what, I mean, that wingers should be doing that. I don't see a house at the moment. I don't see a lot of that from ours. <clears throat> I so
2: think isn't. there should be a lot more. Yeah. It's the wingbacks. who should be doing it in a, in the three, four, three. In yeah, uh, Lass and last season, uh, last and Jaden Brown were doing it uh, against Boston. And then we had, we didn't see it later under, under Kennedy. Just to pull you back around, we, you mentioned Alan Clark there. Um, mm. And I just wanted to pick up on Alan Clark, if I could, because I was going through some old newspapers and it looks like you're out of favor, requested a transfer, what was the Alan Clark period like? Because I know as a supporter, it wasn't great.
0: No, it wasn't great. It, it was one of these. Alan Clark thought that if you hadn't been brought up in football, as in um, you hadn't come through an academy, you weren't a proper player. He didn't believe the non-league players were good enough. I mean, he brought it brought the lad, the young lad, felt sorry for him, actually the lad Powell from Everton, yeah, yeah. Gary Powell, yeah. Um, and to be fair he struggled like mad. He really did struggle. Um, and it, it was one of those, I, it, you get the managers, some managers are good, some managers are not. He, his thinking was not for Lincoln, as in, like he took over a good Barnsley team, he took over a good Leeds United team. Um, so he had success there, but it, Lincoln team, it was just, it, there was no heart in it, nothing. Even though he lived, well, probably because he lived in Scunthorpe, <laughs> but again, it's, he doesn't play me. And then the year after, I go to Scunthorpe and I score like twenty-four goals that year. <laughs> um, and he, I actually met his son. Um, was a group of lads, lads that I knew. Um, his son was part of it, and <laughs> it was absolutely devastating that was scoring all these goals. It, absolutely <laughs> devastating because you know it should have. Tomo took over. Tommy put a lot of the players back in, the non league players as such. Um, and we went on an incredible run and we actually just missed out from from some of no, the bottom of the league and we I think we finished tenth, I think it was, uh, just missing out. It was oh. a phenomenal run that we had that year. Well, I mean, what's see. Again, and then that's Tom's finding his he's still finding his feet, trying to find the right team stuff like that. But he went what he knew best. I'm going to go with strength. I'm going to go with height. I'm going to go with um, playing in their half or their th- last third rather than being in ours. The more yeah. times you put it... I mean, he, used to, he did bring in a couple of... Um, it was actually called... What was it? Colin Murphy. Was it, I think it was Colin Murphy or Steve... I think it was another Steve Thompson or something like that. There was a bloke who was working for England doing stats and stuff like that. And we bring the stats in and we did the old stats... At one time, it was like, well, if we get the more stats, we should win the game. And then, like, we like, back <laughs> What the were team. We what would the stats team. Like, <laughs> I don't remember who it was, but we battered the team and we lost 1-0. <laughs> <laughs> like, where's your stats now? <laughs> it, it, I mean, that, we've seen that happen many times, isn't it? Yeah. It's, but it's fun when Stato say, oh, yeah, you keep putting it in there, we'll score. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> Not in the Premiership, anyway. God, you see some yeah. of them. Chance after chance after chance.
2: And because we've kind of skipped over Colin Murphy as well. I mean, obviously the manager that brought you into the football league, Lincoln Legend. What was he like to work under, and what kind of as an influence on your career as well?
0: Oh, absolute massive. I love the man. I really do. Uh, I miss him. Really, honestly, it is. He gave me the chance, never ever thought I'd be that. Um, and the way he did it, it was just it was unique. Uh and but a lot of people don't mention about Colin is, is John Pickering. Him and Colin were absolutely because Pickering was one of the best coaches I've ever played under. Every single game, every coaching session was different. It wasn't the same old that you know oh, come on, let's go out and you do it. It's the same old every single one was differently. Um, no matter what it was. And, and and if you didn't want you to play on a Saturday, Murph, uh, then John Pick would kick you on a Friday. So if you <laughs> knew you were getting kicked, Murph wouldn't <laughs> you know you're not playing on the Saturday. Because <laughs> <laughs> he loved oh, to join in the old fiver sides as well.
3: And what, what was what was training like back then then? What sort of sessions did put John put on? Footballing <laughs>
0: sessions. You know, Just... I mean, work hard working footballing sessions. Yeah. Uh, a lot of obviously touches, control. Again, first touch is absolutely the, the best thing you can have in football is your first yeah. touch. You look at all the best players, right? Yeah. Kill the ball dead. You're ready to play straight away. Some of them are even better. Don't even need a first touch because they can put it where they want it. But your first touch has always got to be – You look, uh, some of the players, even some of the Lincoln players, I don't want to abuse anyone. Uh, but they, for me, some of them can work. On, I mean, you can't blame the pitch.
3: Exactly. Which is lovely so it's, <laughs> yeah
0: it's how the ball's arriving at them and how they're actually moving their body yeah and relaxing their foot as it comes to them rather than being like just they're thinking about the man all the time and everything's a fight forget about yeah. the man if he pushes you it's a foul so yeah relax yourself think about what you're actually doing rather than um this fighting same with winning the ball in the air the headers and stuff like that now. I, you don't see anyone win headers because they, them two are just fighting each other as the ball gets close to them, and it's poor yeah. cool shirts and everything. That's not football. I would never ever get that close to a man to a cent. If I was playing centre forward, I would be two, three yards off my centre half to either side of him so that I've got a runner. He yeah. can He won't get close to me. If he comes close to me, I'll move so that he can't get close to me because I have to then go to the ball, and so does he. But at the moment, it's like as if it's the man. May it's more. Like, all they do is holding the man. So you see, all them there should be penalties. They're holding the man and everything. Never had that mind day because I'd be screaming at the referee. What's this? Look, and if you didn't do nothing about it, you you just keep going on about it, and it, in time they will do something.
2: And eventually, you get but, it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, the thing is, they're all at it nowadays. Yeah. The referees don't do anything.
2: Yeah. Is that- as a centre-half in training, did you ever get that close to Jason Lee? That sounded like it be
0: a dangerous. Oh, In fact, we were doing set plays on a Friday. I can't believe we actually did it. We're doing set plays. A ball's come in. I've gone, mats up. And he's coming right across me. going gone, bang. I'm like, this is a Friday before a game. I'm like, I, I got my own back. I, he's got skinny legs. Uh, I used to get him at the back of the legs. Uh, we used to come into the back of him. He was, he was a good he was a handful he's a good lad um, but yeah I mean we, you've got to have your own little tricks are not you like, you just get again as a center back you can get up early and clamber all over him
3: <laughs> yeah
0: it, it's, there's lots of ways that you can get your own back on things like that um, I, you, you actually see a few of the, you see a few of the three kicks and, and um yellow cards you just think oh he's just gone sort of uh, put a little bit on him. When you, you just see it when he's just given a little bit extra and you think, yeah, he's, he's taking yeah. a yellow for that. But I think he's just put one on him to know that it, uh, he's around and whatever. But it's nice to see. It. It's a little bit professional, a little bit naughty yeah. at times. But it's not, as long as it's not sort of vicious.
3: So on, that- on the on, on Lincoln side, who was, you had Keith Alexander come in? Yes. On... yes That was the, okay.
0: that was the, the final uh, or the end of my career as such. Um, <laughs> Keith come in. I Would have been 29 years old. Um, wow, okay. I, I, I played with Keith obviously a year before and stuff like that. And it was a little bit hard for me. This I'm 29 years old, and Keith's about 33 or 34 or something like that at the time. Yeah, 25. um, so I've been playing with him, and now his manager. It, it, it was a little bit strange, different to Tomo. Tomo had that sort of a assertiveness that now knew it was whereas keith had never played that high like tomo um i had a little argument now, honestly, a little argument. He, but we were doing a, a session and he and he said something to me and i said f off and like he goes you can't talk to me like that <laughs> and you think keith alexander was six foot six or something like that <laughs> He's like, you can't <laughs> talk to me like that <laughs> and honestly i'm like what it was just it was a just a thing. Um, but yeah, he, he said to me, Look, the end of the season, I didn't play the last game of that season. Um, he goes, Look, I know what you can do, blah, blah, blah. Um, some thought of coming for you. Why don't you go get yourself a little bit of money on a tran- on a, not a transfer, on a uh, a bit of signing on fee and stuff like that, blah, blah, blah. Uh I said, Yeah, fine. Um, no, yeah, four years, so, so it was do a little bit something different, um, and then went yeah. there. Richard Money again. I say it is weird because I went there to play centre half, and we played really good football. I mean, this this my back four was uh, what well, uh, Graham Alexander at right back. He went on to yeah. play a thousand games. Yeah, um, Matt Elliott alongside me. He is went that the ex? He is that the one Scotland? Is
3: he yeah, one Leicester
0: City? Yeah, Leicester no. City. Captain uh, Scotland. No, no. no, no, no. um, the left back. There's two. Well, left back. Uh, Russell. I can't think of his first name. Something Russell. Who Bradley. Was Halifax.
3: Russell Bradley. Russell Bradley. Russell Bradley. No.
0: no. No. Wilson. Uh, I can't think of his name. And then, but there was also Paul Mudd, who was at Hull uh, and came to Lincoln as well. Um, so I mean, that's the back four, uh, and then you've got a lad called Dean Martin. Not the singer. <laughs> <laughs> he played again. Halifax player and Stevie Thornburn, another Halifax player. They liked Halifax players yeah. It's got, yeah. um, Up front, Ian Giraffe, another Halifax player. So there's. I think he brought half the Halifax team um, across. But to be fair, we played some really good football, and we had a really really good year to start. I think, and then we got third round of the FA Cup. Uh, we was in the Quarter final of the Leyland Daff or whatever it was back then. Um, all this has come up to January, I think we're sort of like either first or second or sort of third in the league. And then within a week, we we're out of the court, out the, of out the trophy. <laughs> and then went on the, like we had a couple of defeats and just went like down the league a bit. It was unreal. It really was within one week. Uh, and for some reason Richard Money's syndrome had lost it a little bit after that he, he just couldn't put his finger on it, it, it and it was just it, I suppose it's one of them times we just had a bad had a bad stint and yeah yeah. I mean obviously Matt went off to Oxford um, which is a big hole I mean when you're talking you know, like centre back and stuff like that although i saying that yeah. we brought in Alan Neal we want bad replacement from um, yeah. Halifax yeah <laughs> 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 I think it might have been Barry. Actually, but I think, I think he played
3: for Huddersfield.
2: <laughs> can I just... Sorry, can I just take it no. back to Lincoln because i really wanted to. Go really on, wanted to touch on uh, the Blackpool game. Yes, because we spoke a little bit off-air about it, and you know a lot of people. My image, Matt Carmichael, two penalties, Blackpool pitch invasion. Um, yeah, it, it was.
0: Yeah, it was surreal. I mean, obviously, I got Player of the Year that game as well, um, which is absolutely fantastic. Uh, for the fans and everything else to you know, to say that vote you as a player of the year. Um, especially, when I was playing all over the place. i so have literally now I'm in midfield, left back, right back, everything. But yeah, I, I tried to put in a, a shift, which is all that fans want uh, when they're playing. If, if they show that, you know, if you show that you put a shift in, they're more than happy with it. The results, you can always like, sometimes you get them, sometimes you don't. But that, that was a fantastic... The pitch was a right mess, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it was an absolute mess. <laughs> so, my first penalty was not the best. Uh, bottom corner. But if you put them in the corner, they've got a good chance of going in. Um, he got to it and it was gutted. But it went in. Um, and I'm playing left-back as well. So, I got player a year for centre-half, but I'm playing left-back. <laughs> uh, and then the second half, I'm going all the way down. Orange, orange, orange. Blackpool, the whole Sydney C- Bank was just pure orange. Um, and then second penalty, right towards a death, uh, put in the top corner. That was a proper penalty. Um, and then it was there was a few minutes left, and I've got young Ben Dixon who'd come on. He was playing on left yeah. wing, um, and it, it like, the refs. There was like ten seconds to go, and the refs gone boot the ball into the corner where the, where the changing room was. And they said, "and run." <laughs> and it really, we literally did. We booted the ball in the corner, and all the players ran off. And look, and it just went sea of orange. And then, I mean, I know some naughty lads from Lincoln, and and like they were telling me, I went out one Saturday with them all, and they were telling me the stories of what was happening um, on the high street that day. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was. They were having fun. I
2: think, so I think that, that cost Blackpool automatic promotion, didn't it? So that, yes, it did. Yeah, to the playoffs. Yeah. was uh... Dave,
0: ba- Dave Bamber, big yeah. centre forward. Yeah, uh, yeah, good. <laughs> I think they went up as straight up the, last, next year or something like they that. They went
2: up through the playoffs, I think. All yeah. oh, right, way.
0: yeah, yeah. Well, so. the thing is, young Ben Dixon went out to play for Blackpool as well.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he did, yeah, he did. And yeah, that, yeah. That, you think, yeah.
0: Oh, that's strange, isn't it? Fans beat you up. <laughs> 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 they didn't know, obviously, but yeah, it, it, yeah, it was a great day. It really was. Was was for me anyway. It's a good year. Um the, the hardest part was obviously like your, your, your fans. When I first came, that first game, I think it was six and a half thousand against Scunthorpe. Um, but with doing the ground up, all the bits and bobs that would no, it was always seems to be. A st- no, a stand missing, or Stacy West, and then it was the South Park. Yeah, it always seemed to be sort of working on something. So I never got really got to see the foot or play in the full. Well, I played because I come back and play with Preston um, against Lincoln when the the big stand in that was up. So uh, I played on that, but actually playing for Lincoln in, in no a big big crowd other than. Uh, Obviously, there was over 8,000 at, well, I I think it was probably more than that, but at Blackpool, uh, that was the official, was 8,000, but the place was rammed.
2: I had to take you back to Lincoln. We can go. We can jump back forward to Scunthorpe. Yes, back. anywhere I you did, want. I did read uh, an interview with the uh, Scunthorpe United website that you'd done where you said that it was quite con- contrasting between Lincoln, where it was fight, 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 tough, 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 and Scunthorpe, where it was playing nice football and everything you touched went in.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I scored quite, I mean, 21 goals for Lincoln. So that's not bad for, and to be fair, I didn't play many games up front. The first season was up front. Um, yeah. that, the only time I think I played up front was that first season. Um, and then again, we got Hobson. It started well and, and, and I still popped up with the odd couple of goals here and there. Uh, I think I scored two last game of the season in that first year. Um, it, I just wanted to play football. I, mean, I was playing professional yeah. football and it, I was thirty—sorry, uh, 26 years old, so I was quite happy um, to just
3: it's a short career, isn't it? So you just want to sort of. certainly
0: know. it certainly was back there. I mean, obviously, this now see you've got players that playing over forty. Uh, yeah. Like Graham Alexander was one of them. It,
3: yeah.
0: I mean, managers wouldn't even think about that back then. You're talking yeah. like twenty nine. You're oh, you're over the hill. Yeah, thirty people were thinking, "Oh no, he's too old." I can get a young kid to do it. You can't get a young kid to do what a thirty-year-old knows.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I think now with sort of the, I say the science in it all, and you mean yeah. players have got a, a lot more longevity, haven't they? Yeah, uh, well, the way they do on the pitch, they look after themselves on and the pitch. Yeah, uh, it does. If you evolved. can stay
0: injury-free, um, then there's a good chance. I, I never had a serious injury at all in my whole career until sort of the last. Uh, a couple. Of, well, one, I so I had an operation on my neck. That was yeah. twenty twenty three years ago. They um, sorted that out. I actually went back to play football with it, <laughs> with, uh, with like pins in my neck and all sorts. I'm still heading the ball. <laughs> <laughs> I was man I was assistant. No, I was manager at Grantham, um, and I actually had a collar on. And I took the cup. We the FA Cup, and we was playing, oh Mickey Hazard's team. I can't remember who it was begin with h i think uh non league team hitchin hitchin yeah that was it um and i played played against them and i and I was not happy. And taking this collar off and come and played <laughs> <It was> like, <laughs> and i'm like what do you think about it? Oh, maybe i shouldn't have done that <laughs> <laughs> so up until probably oh, in fact 2 years ago um i'd never had anything serious and now i've i've got two brand new knees that's happened in the last six months, which is crazy, and was, and that's just arthritis. That's all it was down to, just wear and tear, yeah. which is absolutely crazy. So after
2: well, it's,
3: it's very forth. common. It's very common, isn't it? Well, well, not for me. <laughs> no, no, no. But I think general, generally, footballers from that sort yeah. of era, now, you know, it's, it's it's often you hear quite a lot.
0: Yeah, um, it's I, the thing is, it was like obviously the forces before that, um, as a physical training instructor. So, the yeah. running in boots that's where it, it wasn't trainers back then. I was ringing in like hobnail boots and stuff like that. That's what we were running yeah. in. Um, and then by the time I left the army, they were running in Nike trainers. I was still running in my yeah. boots, right? but um, and then obviously football. And then after that, I went, I'd done like the last 15 years in construction being on my knees, yeah. carrying, lifting and everything. So, I mean, obviously, 40 odd years, um, yeah, it's just worn them out a bit. <laughs> so I'm now like mechanical man.
3: Yeah. I'm not getting used to them. <laughs> <laughs>
0: They're really, really weird. They clunk as well. Oh, <laughs> and, they, and they said, it's normal. I'm like, what? My knees never used to clunk before.
2: Um, So after Scunthorpe where where was next was it Preston
0: Preston was no actually Barnet on loan was before that Um, I I only went for a month Um, I think their striker Terry Cooper was out or whatever and I went down there Ray Clemens was the manager
3: Mm, yeah Um, um, yeah.
0: yeah, again you mentioned you a bit with with Ray Uh, he was absolutely fantastic honestly had a great month down there the lads were fantastic his assistant was Gary Phillips the keeper yeah. Spit, or we called him Spit. Um and then I actually three years, three four years, three or four years afterwards I, I went and played for him for uh not yeah.
3: Um would well, there have been a young Dougie Freeman in that Barnet team? Dougie Freeman
0: was there, but he was injured. So me and him um
3: yeah.
0: had a couple of days in the old they've got a jacuzzi place and stuff like that we, we went for a jacuzzi and while they were playing and stuff um <laughs> and then we had a, a night out and alan walker was there as well and alan mm-hmm. walker <laughs> what a night out that was he remembers it well at the funeral for colin and had a chat with him about it and it's funny it really was funny he's a funny man uh great times it really was and like i said dougie Freeman. And there was another one, uh the left winger. He went on to play for Southampton or something like that, Portsmouth, I think. Lee oh uh, god. Lee Thomas or something like that. I can't his second oh, name. Yeah. But he like it was class winger, really, really a little bit like uh I was gonna say one but he's not he's not got pace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I can't think of who he's actually like. A little bit, about, about Putman, I suppose, as in he's got that pace. He can cross on yeah. the road, he's got to run. Um, that type of player.
3: Okay. It's been good thing. time
0: at Barnet. Very good time. Um, Ray, like I say, was an absolute gentleman. It's football again. See, this was we went there, and you think well, we did a little bit of running, but your runnings like uh, short running, powerful running. So it would be like, you do a little bit of fartlek training and then you do yeah. a little bit of... So all stuff that's related to football. Now, short bursts and stuff like that, that's football. To yeah. go and run 10 miles, that's not football. No. I can never understand why they did that in football because that was never... I know you have to get a base, but you didn't need 10 miles.
3: Uh, I used to take that. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> again, when I came back to another one, when I come back to Lincoln um, with John Beck, and we've gone round the common, and we're running all over the place, and it's got, and me and, um uh, oh God, I just forgot, i am telling you, I'm getting really old, aren't I? <laughs> uh, me and Kevin, the centre-back.
2: Austin.
0: Austin, yes. God rest his soul. Uh, me and him was at the back, like, right at the back, and they're all, all the youngsters, and Gareth and all that, are up the front running, Lee Thorpe and everything, they're all up the front. Uh, I mean, we were, older than them as well, until it came to the And then it comes to, to the shorter running and we were doing short sprints and that up the hill and you wanted power. Then it was a completely different mm-hmm. scenario. We were then at the front of that, doing that. We were winning them yeah. uh, because it was powerful runs um up the common. Whereas, yeah, the long ones that can just run forever. Uh, yeah, but they can't play football. <laughs>
2: And you played with a, a, a decent right winger or a right sided midfielder at Preston as well, I seem to recall.
0: Ah, he was average at best,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: he could kick a ball, he couldn't run. <laughs> um,
2: no, I'd, I'd, I'd,
0: I'd never heard of him, honestly. I, it, 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 the start of his career, and it really was. He did so. They sent him out, Fergie sent him out. Um, and he, I'd, I'd never heard of this young. I mean, I'm 29 then, but I've scored quite a few goals in the league, so. I've yeah. gone over there. I played in the reserve uh, the week before. We played uh, Bradford in a reserve game, and I scored a hat-trick in 20 minutes. And like, apparently somebody hadn't scored a hat-trick for Preston for ages at the time. So it was all over the news, oh, yeah, blah, 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 blah. So obviously pressure on. And then uh, on my debut, we played Berry And it's nil nil at half time, and we beat them 5-0. And Beckham's crossed two. For, and I scored two goals on my debut
3: perfect crosses the first one was left foot was this it wow. very surprising
0: yes and you can see you can see it on YouTube if you go David Beckham at Preston it shows you it's actually goes to do a, like cross it with his right checks inside and cross it with his left and as he's crossed it I've made a run in front and put the header in you can't see me. Face. It's definitely me. I promise you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that short burst
0: in, yeah. and about like ten and a half thousand there, pressing at a time. Um, scores that one, and then his second one was one of them curly corners right to the back post. It was literally a tapping. Yeah, I've, I've just tapped it in at the back post again. That's back why I said be at the back, back, back post. post. be yeah, at. Yeah, If you go, in fact, I can go you, on YouTube and find at least four or five. That I'm scoring goals at the back post, at least four or five. And that's just, you can't always get all the games, but these are ones that just, just a little tapping at the back post. And you see, well, that's where you need to be sometimes.
3: Oh, yeah. Any youngsters listening in? (laughs)
0: There you go. There you go. Thanks, Yes. And first touch, first touch and a back post. You'd be a good player.
3: Who was your your manager at Preston at the time, then? Was it, would that be too early? Okay,
0: yeah, um, yeah. or oh, one of these promising managers. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll get you this in the summer, blah blah blah. I'll get you this, that, and other. Um, and I played <laughs> 10 games, scored four or five goals, I think it was. And so then we, got to, we actually got to the playoffs, yeah, We're playing Berry in the playoffs. Uh, and he says, I'm not going to use in your playoffs. And he really, do
3: you, you still have Beckham at that point as well?
0: No, no, Beckham We got, he was only there for a month.
3: He's only, okay, all right.
0: Yeah, he was only there for a month. Um, And he obviously he, couple, chipped one in and whipped in these corners and stuff like that. He was a good player. He was a good player with, because he's a good like footballing brands As a striker, he ran the corners, little balls like that, which he likes and I liked as well. I tend to like, like that drop into the number 10 bit, even though I'm yeah. tall, but I've got a good touch. So I like to play inside there. And yeah. we had Paul Rayner there as well. Um, Terry Fleming was there. Yeah. He was playing left side. Uh, yeah, it was uh, David Moyes at centre back.
3: All right. Okay.
0: Yeah. Ian, Ian. Oh, God. There's a two centre midfield with very, very good cool players. Um, and I forget their name. I'm terrible at names. <laughs> um, <laughs> one of them came for a job, actually. A job interview at Lincoln. He was Cl- Barnsley manager.
3: God, uh, Ian.
0: No, there's, there's one of them's in, and the other ones. Oh, I do apologise. I can't remember his name. Um, so we'll
3: have to research yeah, so that.
0: Yes, yeah. Research Barnsley manager. He done well for Barnsley. I think they played Manu at one stage, and he'd won a game or something like that. But I can't think of. Oh. Stocky, he, Stocky centre midfield player. Very good player.
2: What was um, what was Paul Rayner like? Because he's got a bit of a reputation with Lincoln fans for being uh, Steve Evans's sidekick. Yeah, well,
0: as you know, I know Evans um, from my time at um, Stanford and Boston. Um, and um, again, I went. I went to Boston. I spoke to Keith Alexander about Boston. He goes, "No, go for it. I was going to go as a manager." Um, I was at Stanford. Um, and all of a sudden, Steve, Steve Evans said, oh, I'm going for that as well. Why don't you come as my assistant? So I'm like, okay, fair enough. I'll come. So I went there expecting to be his assistant. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, he got the job. And, and obviously, I got my funny contract.
3: <laughs>
0: and uh, <laughs> we sat in there. I think it was the first or second, second game. might have been the first game. I sat in there and then uh all of a sudden this bloke walks in and like uh, steve Evans goes, i'd like the interest of in trevor quo he's he's my assistant manager and i'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like oh wait, I, I, I want you to you know, concentrate on playing blah 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 uh, uh and to be fair i was sort of like i was a coach stroke yeah um whatever but to be fair, I actually had a great time at Boston. I scored 20 goals in 24 games. We were bottom of the league and we ended up runners-up.
3: Was that, is that in National League? Was that in actually um,
0: Oh, God. It would be the one down from that. So it was the one they're in now, actually, I suppose. Okay. It would be the…
3: National North. Uh, yeah, league. that was it.
0: Yeah, whatever yeah. it was.
3: So, you'd already, so that was the first time you dropped out of full time then?
0: No, no, the year before that was, I, <laughs> I went to my mate Keith at Ilkeston.
3: <laughs> oh, okay. um,
0: In fact, no, sorry, no, I lie. I went to Aylesbury first, 1997. Yeah. I went to Aylesbury. So, um,
3: where was your Mansfield game then? The what? The, did you play for Mansfield?
0: Yes. That was 90, that was after Preston. Okay. I had a, yeah, I had, a, I had a little in between. So I've gone Barnett alone to Preston. Preston released yeah. me at the end of the season. Yeah. I started the season at Mansfield yeah. pre season. Um offer the like do preseason and then we'll see. It was Andy King, Keith Alexander, um, yeah. and a lad called Russell. Um he used to be in the army with me. He was their physio. And and I can't believe it, all three of them had died. And not so long ago, and they're like four, um, what 50 or something like that, It like yeah. crazy. And like all of them, you think, why, why them three? What honestly it's, it's like it's unreal that you get three from an ex no from a club, and then you have got a company Lincoln, and you've got Keith Alexander, and you've got Butch, and you've got Kevin yeah. Austin, and you've got wow, you've got all these ex players that like they've got all right. I must be getting old, I think that's what it is, but I'm not that old
3: no. that
0: these players should be dying at this age. It's really, really strange never known nothing like it um and very saddened obviously um for all of them but i went to yeah preston started at mansfield uh this this is where i hurt my neck Uh, Uh, pre-season okay pre-season we went to cyprus pre-season cyprus in june it was like 35 degrees it was bonkers we couldn't train It was something to do with a local councillor from Mansfield and someone over in uh, Cyprus that had a connection. So we've gone over there, five-star hotel on the beach. The Honestly, the the hotel was brilliant. Um, But you couldn't train. You couldn't train during the day. So we we were like – and Andy King, he loves loves a tan and all. So we're all sat (laughs) getting tanned up during the day, and then we do a little bit of training at night. About 8 o'clock, we do a bit of crossing and shooting, and that's about it. Honestly, it was the best preseason I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> and the, and we, while we were there, we played three games. Um, we played the, an army team out there um, at their army base. We played Famagusta and Nicosia, and we were playing like nine o'clock at night. We, like the time we were eating and stuff, we wasn't eating until sort of gone midnight. Yeah, it, it, because of the heat, it was it was crazy. But it, it, again, scored out there. For Mansfield, we come back still doing preseason. First game of the season is Fulham away. Um, I scored on my debut, and by the Tuesday, I'm at Doncaster. <laughs> <laughs> Work that one out. <laughs> I mean, honestly, by the Tuesday, I'm at Doncaster playing for Doncaster, and then really? by the sat- by the Saturday, I'm playing for Doncaster against Mansfield at centre back. <laughs> I was playing at centre back myself and Darren Moore, um, and it was nil-nil. So I got a clean sheet. I, I'm like, honestly, I'm like, what the hell happened here? <laughs> they, they just said they didn't have the money. Blah blah blah. Um, again, I'm 30 years old. They at the time, see, the managers were all thinking I can get a 20-year-old to do what he can do, but they can't because you forget yeah. about the experience. And, and you see it now. Yeah, you can get, we can get loads and loads of 20-year-olds, thousands of them, millions of them now. But to try to get an experienced striker, or experienced player, is very hard. Um, yeah. Very, very hard. Especially from old school. I mean, obviously, again, somebody could play 300 games now, but still not be a very good player. Um, and you think, well, oh, that can't happen. But it can. Whereas yeah. I think back in my time, it wouldn't happen like that. To play 300 games, you had to be a good player. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. It, it's,
3: for no, me, anyway,
0: that's my opinion. Agreed. Uh, and, don- and then, for, <laughs> here we go. So I'm at Doncaster, and we were doing the 7th. I've got John Schofield there with me, Um, Gary Brabin. And again, this was a physical team, Doncaster, all the time. You've got yeah. me and Darren Moore, um, Gary Brabin and John Go through centre midfield, and then you've got um Jones, the lad Jones up front.
3: Graham Jones now
0: Graham Jones, who's Jones. assistant or whatever at Newcastle.
3: Newcastle, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Newcastle. and all
0: that. He, uh, he was a strike. Good player, he, uh, like very good player. Um, and a couple of other wingers we had, which were good players, went on to have good careers. can't think of names. now. sometimes I will get to them at some stage, but
3: who, who was your keeper back then at Donny? Then was it Perry? Oh, was
0: yes, it, Perry it was Perry because we used Suckling, to pick him. Yeah. Me and Schof, uh John used to go across, so we shared yeah. cars and we used yeah, to pick yeah. Perry up halfway, he lived okay. towards Gainsborough way. Um, yeah, yeah, good lad, Perry, really good. We had, again, it, that was a really good team, it, yeah, it was, it was a good physical team, but they were actually good lads as well, yeah. Um, and then playing for them, and all of a sudden. I think it was, like, uh, it might have been February. February, 10, yeah, February time. Um, I, recall, uh, I think it was, actually, that I was expecting a payment from Tom Caster and it never came and it's, like, time to leave. <laughs> <laughs> As you do back then. Like, yeah. They run out of brown envelopes and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, it was, like... Um, Darlington come in for me. I was like, Darlington? Well, no connection with me up there. So Darlington, uh, Jim Platt, another goalkeeper. Yeah,
3: Middlesbrough. Um, Middlesbrough. Middlesbrough. And, King,
0: again, yeah. I've gone up, gone up to Darlington, played up front. I think I scored in my game again. It might have been at Fulham. Um, we, we either won or lost. can't remember. But he played, again, at goalkeepers, played good football. Get the ball down and play, play, play. I mean, the the players and the young young players in that team, a couple yeah. of really experienced players. When you've got Gary Bannister, uh, you managed Gary's there, uh, yeah. yeah, and he was a fantastic player. He is Mr. Peter Pan, by the way. He looks about twelve. Yeah, now. <laughs> but fantastic player. Again, energy, everything, intelligent player. Yeah, um, we had. Uh, Matty Apple will be at the back. He came from Newcastle. We had um, the uh, manager of Port Vale at the moment, Andy Crosby. Andy Crosby.
2: Andy Crosby. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah um, the other centre back was the lad that went to centre back for Leeds and captained them. Oh, I'm terrible with names. I'll come back to that one. Uh, up front, Robbie Blake, who went on to play for Leeds. Burnley,
3: Burnley. Burnley. Hit, yeah, yeah, good, yeah,
0: Great little player. Absolutely. I played up front with him to start with. And he was ideal because it was the tall man, the little man. Yeah. Quick and stuff. And that's how, I mean, brilliant partnership. you can think of Phillips and uh, the big lad from Ireland? Come on. who are, Come on. Who am I talking about? The big
2: Phillips.
0: From... Huh? Phillips, the big lad from Ireland, Sunderland.
2: No Quinn. No Quinn.
0: No Quinn. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Them sort of partnerships, the big lads, the lads, yeah, would seem to work well. Um, I mean, again, you don't do them now because you don't get an out-and-out striker. Everybody's a number ten. You can't have that. You have to have an out-and-out striker. You have to have someone to make sure that um, the two centre halves are busy so that number 10 allows himself to get some freedom. But um, it don't don't work like that. It's just so busy and there's so many people everywhere. Yeah, the game for me is really, really... They say it's gone faster and stuff like that. I don't think it actually has gone fast. You watch a game, I think some of the times it's slow and it's boring and you think... And I'd probably only say this year it's changed a little bit and I think the only reason that is referees referees are stopped with the uh the falling over stuff and they're not yeah. giving them anymore they're like get up get up small contact get up and it allowing the game to flow better yeah. yeah so it is getting quicker in that sense if it's yeah. allowed to flow but if you whistle 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 then it's pointless and then it's stopped and then you, you've got vir you're starting for three four minutes for VAR, and you're like well, I never got three or four minutes when I was playing. <laughs> <laughs> I called it half
2: time. <laughs> so did you? Uh, did you have a little spell out in Finland as well? Is that right? Yes,
0: I did. That was that was me. That was the end of the. Sorry, I, I'll, I'll finish off with Darlington because we we actually um, I scored the goal that got Darlington to the playoffs against Hereford, and it's a screamer. That one's on YouTube. <laughs> uh, beat, <laughs> been I beat tonight. two men and hit it from. 25 yards, top corner. So it went, and that, that one is 1 0 for the game, uh, and that got was, us into the playoffs.
3: Was that at uh, the ground? Put, was that the Feetons ground, or was that? No, Sarah? no, it was down
0: at Hereford. Hereford okay. And then we played Hereford in the playoffs. Okay. Um, beat them 2 1 down at their place. Yeah. Uh, and beat them 2 0 at our place. Okay. Uh, and then obviously that got us to Wembley, the old uh, Wembley. Yeah. Um, got to Wembley. And it
2: didn't play me. That is a goal, it by It didn't the way. play Sorry. me. I can't
0: believe it. I'm absolutely <laughs> devastated. It didn't play me. I, I, I got, I come on, I got, come on, 10 minutes or so, volleyed one over the bar. Could have, I mean, we're talking like foot over the bar from 20-odd yards out. I just needed to dip my me, me leg a little bit more. And it, it would have been all different, obviously, but it didn't. We lost so one it- there with Plymouth. 53,000. Um, it was like massive on at the what, day.
3: So, what year were are we uh, at 96 96?
0: Yeah,
3: all right, okay, all
0: right. And, um, yeah, that was it. I, uh, and that's where I finished my football career at Wembley. That was the last official league game. Um what? And, and then, what,
3: what was it like? Just can I just ask one question? What was it like walking onto that turf, uh, oh, with all the history, yeah. with all the history to that stadium? Oh, I'm, I, yeah.
0: The thing is, like when you play, because I'm a, a baller, as say, you know, I love them pinging balls and stuff. Both feet on that, it was like a carpet. I suppose there's just normal pictures nowadays.
3: Yeah, honestly, but it was a
0: proper cushion carpet, and because of the way round they played. We played on the Saturday, so obviously we were the first ones to play. Yeah, we played over a weekend, Saturday's so we weekend. got the best the best pitch.
3: Yeah,
0: and it it, oh, it was you just just caress the ball, yeah. put it wherever you want. Uh, brilliant atmosphere. I'm obviously Plymouth brought twenty five thousand. Uh, yeah, we, I think we, ours was eighteen thousand, something like that. It, it was a brilliant day. Yeah, um, yeah walking out even in the changing room, the massive uh, changing rooms. Uh, it went the old Wembley and stuff like that. Yeah, it just it, obviously at the end losing, and yeah, I, I didn't get to play more than I should have done. And the thing was, yeah. we played Plymouth um about a month before and we beat one yeah. nil away. Um, and I set up the winner and they couldn't handle me in the air. And I, I, I come on and won about four headers straight away. And I'm like, yeah. what damage could I have done if I'd, I'd been on from the start? Um but that's all gone now, it's all in the past, but I got there. Even if it was ten minutes.
3: You still yeah. got on that page. Yeah. That. And, and to amazing. be fair,
0: my, my father in law come down, um, and my mother in law and, and some friends and like where's my father in law? He's not here. We was in the bar, um and I'm like, where is he? And so he pops up like, Where have you been? Oh, he's just been uh, he'd been out on the where they actually do the presentation. And he's gone out, and he's given it. <laughs> <Imagine laughs> he's back he, he was out there.
3: He was, oh,
0: he was. He was an eccentric. He was. Uh, he, he worked in Dubai, uh, not Dubai, um, Algiers, for thirty mm. years, and he used to come out. Every time he come out, means where's Matt playing, and he used to t- drive me to the games, to follow him, and everywhere. And he was always smart. Always dressed in a tie. so he'd be in the boardroom. I'd make sure the directors and that look after him. And yeah, he was like, "Where's he gone?" I was outside practising, picking up the cup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, like memories. Lovely, lovely, lovely memories. Um, and from that, um, that was the end of the season. I got this funny phone call from a bloke in Scotland. who like, uh, how do you fancy going out to Finland? I'm like, what? I'm skiing? Finland? yeah, we've got this team, blah, 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 called TPS, Turku. Never heard of it, don't know where it is. Um, so I look, I said, "Ah, fine. They, they said they'll give me a certain amount of money, pay for all my hotel. Um, it wasn't it wasn't big money, it was literally just spending money. Um, and I thought, okay, a month in Finland, why not? It's so I go out.
3: How did they scout Matt Carmichael at Darlington? Well, I want to know that.
0: Or well, it was a Scott. That's what I'm saying. This bloke was a Scottish um. He actually done quite a through now. He's, he's done... Yeah, have you heard of J- Jonathan Johansson?
3: No, he didn't.
0: Well, he, he's, he's, he used to be the manager of Rangers. Oh played right. for Rangers oh, yeah, yeah. and he played for Charles. Okay. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah in, in League One. Well, he was a left winger. Well, he was playing for this team, TPS Turku. Um, and obviously, uh, in later years, this jock bloke, um, he obviously deals with transfers as well as England and stuff like that. Yeah. And he was obviously looking for a striker. Uh, and I was available at the time. And he, it was only for a month. They said, come out, okay. So it goes out. Um really weird, really, really weird, but brilliant experience. We've got two teams playing for the same in the same stadium, and these two teams are top of the league. <laughs> so you've got TPS Turkey was second, and Inter, who were top. Um, and they can sit and watch you do set plays and everything it's absolute bonkers. <laughs> and they would sat there watching while you're doing your if you were at home and they're away and then vice versa you could sit and watch theirs. Uh and it was crazy. And I, I played for four games, we won all four of them. My debut yeah. was against uh Helsinki. Did you uh, score? And I scored the winner, 1-0. <laughs> <laughs> and the and That's the brilliant. center half for of Helsinki was Sami Hippia. Oh wow. wow. <laughs> yeah, and, and I it was all over the news and everything. Matt Carmichael scored his first game, blah, blah, because that's what they told him all. Even in in, in the uh, change room before, Yeah, he's got this little board up and all the games, all the teams that I played for and stuff like that, and I would scored on my debuts. And he has gone through them all. And then, like, he was speaking and obviously finished to these lads. And I'm like, I ain't got a clue what he's talking about. It was all going. <laughs> 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 you know, like, I mean, a lot of. You know, most of them spoke english anyway there were like it was brilliant. there was a couple of english lads yeah uh, that lived out there and it, it was honestly it was fantastic the training they did things completely different um so you, you would train on a saturday S- sorry you train on a friday you'd have saturday off and you play on a sunday and then you come in monday for a warm down and Yeah, warm down it just be a little jog kick a ball out go in the sauna and then jump into the, the water which Freezing, proper <laughs> <laughs> cold, uh, and then we have Barbies, and they took us on a boat trip to the, all these islands because there's about a million islands out there, uh, and then brought didn't know, my wife come out for a, a week. Uh, he lent me a car. The manager gave me his car so we could go for a drive round, uh, and it was fantastic. Like I say, we won all games. They didn't have the money um, to obviously afford to get me out there, but it was a brilliant experience.
3: Yeah! Wow! Well. Wow. And then, how did it end? Just oh, it it was the end of that
0: season. The month was the end of that season, but we got them into the um, UEFA, yeah. So they they got to play, and they still play now, obviously, they're still in there. Um, they're playing the UEFA Cup and and stuff like that, yeah. They got a chance of getting some of the big teams and stuff like that. So it it was brilliant, it really was. It was an eye opener. The the places over there. beautiful they really are yeah. it's stunning driving yeah. through the big forest and stuff like that we normally they're full of snow and stuff like that but yeah. now it's like it was beautiful trees and it's, yeah it's like, a lovely place
3: yeah like you said the experience the experience yeah,
0: of course it, yeah uh, to play i know, played in europe and yeah. never tick off my box and although i had played in europe before yeah no, in holland belgium and germany and so another one of them Oh, and Cyprus. I'm getting quite a few European destinations. Yeah. So it went bad. It was a good end to
3: a career, to be fair. So, so, so after that, you you did the sort of non-league circuit, such. Yes. Yeah. I'm intrigued on your return back to Lincoln as a kit man. In your eyes. Right. I, I read about it. And I'm interested in your eyes what the insight was as an ex-player. Right. Well, seeing... I'd,
0: I'd finished football. Uh, I was about 40 years old, playing... Yeah for, um, I think it was the Ivy Tavern or something, not the Ivy, the um, oh, the Vic, <laughs> for the victory, I was playing for the victory, and it was like New Year's Day, absolutely hammering it down, I'm 40 years old, it's peeing it down, cold, uh, we were playing steam hammer, and every player in there wants to kick you because you're an ex-pro, uh, it was like... I've had enough of this. <laughs> I just, I don't need it anymore. And, and some sort of packed up football then. Um, I did, I love my football. I went on to play and I played with like pub teams and stuff like that with the lad, just, just for a laugh. It, it was, yeah. you no, know, your mates, it, that's what it's all about. And I made, I've made some great friends through that. Uh, and yeah. lots of people that I know, and that's why even through Lincoln, it's lots of people that I know through that as, as well as through the football yeah. and everything else. So, it's part of I mean, Lincoln now, is and all well, is my city as such. Um, I've been yeah. here 30 something years now, I'm claiming it.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when, you, yeah when, you, when you returned, you were the kit man. You did you return because, yeah, it, right. So, I, I'd finished football
0: at four. I, I went another, um, I actually went away from completely away from football, um, in the construction. So yeah. I was working Saturdays and stuff like that. So I was I was after the coin, doing a bit yeah. of work and stuff like that. Football wasn't really – I weren't really interested. Um, until, until like 2007, 2008, there was the crash. Yeah. Then obviously work then slowed right up. I, I mean, yeah. I was sort of like kitchen fitter. So it, it slowed right up. And I, out of the blue, Lincoln rang me and said, no, um, it was Dave Roberts. And he said, no, do you fancy coming in? Uh, it's a kit man. I thought, what? He goes, Well, you know, yourself around, you know, around the the club and stuff like that. Um, did you fancy doing it? I'm like, Because a kit man, Michael, what was his second name?
2: Who was it? Was it Michael Kane?
0: Yes, Michael Kane, he hurt his leg or back or something like that. I said, Okay, I wasn't doing anything, so yeah, I'll come and do it. Peter Jackson and the manager, um, oh god. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I said, yeah, that's fine. And it, I went in to see Jacko and, uh, and Iffy and Ori was the assistant manager. And they were good lads. Honestly, we had a good laugh. It was, you know, what Jacko's like, he, um, always having a laugh. And, and I made a, <laughs> a couple of um, boobs uh, while I was kit man. But I, the work I did there, I mean, I literally did everything. Whereas they've got about ten people for it doing it now. I was yeah. literally doing the kit. I was looking after the players, getting them house and accommodation, everything else, picking up after them, doing the nappies and everything else like that. It was, oh. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I loved it. Four yeah. years, and I, I mean. I was there as a player for four years and had four managers. I was at Lincoln back four years as a kit man and had four managers. (laughs) (laughs) Eight managers in eight years. Eight managers in
3: eight
0: eight years. Um, But yeah, obviously it was a very, very sad time for me. I've never been relegated in my life. So obviously that that one was really really hard one to take, especially when you when you watch some of the players or so called players because for me they, they weren't good enough there were there was no one near good enough and, and even some of the managers were not good enough um, without a shadow of a doubt uh, there were not the Lincoln style uh, there were people that had done well I'm, I mean I'm, I'm not going to have them. Tilson was someone had done well before. Um, but didn't it didn't work for Lincoln. It was not he was not a Lincoln man. He was a South End man. Uh, and you wouldn't expect him to, um, to come here and be as good as what he was at South End. But other people th- thought there was, but it was not. And it was hard. Uh, and then then we were just fighting. I mean, obviously um, Chris Sutton came in, a different scenario. He wasn't he wasn't like by certain media and stuff like that, he's a clever, clever man. More clever than a lot of people think of. And I think that they didn't like that because he wouldn't answer a question properly. And like, But he wouldn't. No, it's not foolish. If you ask him a yeah. stupid question, they'll give you a stupid answer um, in that sense. But yeah. he was actually a really nice man. We had a lovely family. Uh, the kids the kids were brilliant. I just made fun with the kids. The kids used to go around. Like, programs were a pound or something like that and they used to go outside selling them. (laughs) And honestly, it's kids and stuff like that. It's all part of the person. You can't just see what you see um, on television and what people talk and stuff like that. That's just opinions, right? But actually, it's a person. The same with um, his assistant, Ian. Ian was absolute top, top bloke. He really was. Um, I loved him. not just that, we went to an army camp. We went to an army camp pre-season uh, and Ian brings his DB7 <laughs> <laughs> to it. And I'm like, I need to go to Sainsbury's. I need to get, it was we were playing a game or something like that and I need to get some uh, some sweets and stuff like that for the lads for the game. And they're like, okay. So I'm going to Sainsbury's in a DB7. Jesus <laughs> Christ, the, the noise from it was unreal. It really was. He's pulling off. <clears throat> it was unreal. But, yeah, it was a, it, it was a, that was a good side of it. Obviously, the other side of it is uh, the football. And the football was <sighs> – well, see, for me, certain time wasn't bad, bad. I mean, there were some good players that it brought in Torres yeah. and, and um, Sommer. Um, there were some good players. It just that at the time, they weren't doing great and people were expecting great things. Um, yeah. But they didn't know it was going to get a lot worse. And, if, Calibre, and yeah. honestly, if they if you'd say who would you want Sutton or Tilson, I'm sure a lot would say Sutton.
2: Yeah. As much as as, yeah. as a fan, a lot of my anger actually at Sutton was that he left. Yeah. Because he didn't, he didn't have a but he didn't have a bad squad. And the players he brought in, like no. Chris Hurd, Nathan Baker, Matt yeah. Saunders, um the, the left back, uh, Joe Anderson, Adam Watts. I, mean, yeah, I know.
0: and then you've got two wingers, Alps, jo- uh, Albert and Jarrett. Uh, yeah, yeah, um, Albert Jarrett. And then, oh, the other one all. went on to play for Forest.
2: Yeah, Carriol.
0: Carriol, yeah. Um, yeah. There was, and again, Summer went back to Leeds and played in the premiership with them. Uh, and you think, well, oh, no, these are not bad players, are they? <laughs> mm. <laughs> they were good players. It was just, they cost a lot. That's the problem. Is it like all them players cost a lot of money? Mm. Um, yeah. And then we had to put them up and stuff like that. Again, extra, more and more money. Um, and you can't do it when you're not bringing in the money that we needed for that. Yeah. I mean, I think that uh, now would be perfect for time for me, for him, because we've got the money to accommodate the players that he, he could have got, and I think it could have been a really, really a good time now for that type of player, uh, manager. Yeah. Um, but that's hearsay now. But yeah, it's <sighs> that after after him, it just went apart for me. Two years, um, Tilson and 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 to be fair, Tilson and Brush, Brushy actually argued with Tilson quite a bit about team selection and stuff like that. Um, He didn't want to play some of the way Tilson's way. He wanted to play a little bit the West Ham way and play a little bit differently. And I agreed with him. um, And I thought, but Tilson obviously his own man, and he was the manager. He did it his way, which was wrong because we lost <laughs> <laughs>
2: Simple, he out, and he loaned out <laughs> Scott right, kerr.
0: we did lose
2: he loaned out scotty kerr when we needed midfielders oh, yeah. and he loaned him exactly. out someone
0: oh. who could put the foot on it yeah in the centre midfield uh, uh, i know well, that we can put always put can you in there can't you,
2: <laughs> <laughs> can, can can you can? oh my god six <laughs> um, andy brought in the boy who was on Made in chelsea or whatever as well didn't he um Tom Kilby, was he on This Is oh, Essex yes, or yes. Made in Chelsea? Loan Scott Kerr out and brings in a reality TV star. TV star, oh wow. Well.
0: Yeah, it's still, it, honestly, after that, I'd never worked so hard putting names on the back of shirts <laughs> because there were that many players, honestly. There were that many players coming in and out and he ran out of letters. It, it was crazy, <laughs> honestly. It really was crazy. Brilliant. And then, obviously, after him, you've got Tom... Um, Dean, uh, not Dean, David Holdsworth. Again, another thousand players. I'm so tired at the start of the season, putting all these shirts on. God. And they're not here for five minutes. And they're saying, (laughs) I want a large and I want a medium. So it's nice nice and tight. And you just think, really? That's that's the best thing you can come in with. See, what I want on my shirt rather than, oh, I like, can I use my left foot? No. (laughs) <laughs> Honestly, I and I I helped I helped Josh Gowling. Um, se- no, centre back. I helped. He, he was like his left foot was shocking. So was Danny Hone, another one, centre back. Left foot was absolutely shocking. There were sort of like one of those that just stood on it. Yeah. And and I helped him with it. Like Danny Hone was simple. He he was literally the way he kicked the ball. He always kicked it and then it went right. So you were like dragging everything right. I said like, just turn your body half. Like you know, as a goalkeeper, you know, you've got to kick, yeah, sort of come to the side of it and kick it straight on. Well, that's yeah. what I told him to do. Was look on, and I'm not joking. He first five balls he put like either that side to the right. Um, when I turned him around just a little bit, and it, every ball I rolled to, and then he put straight down the line. And it was, it was absolutely gobsmacked that he learned something like that. I could teach him something so simple just to adjust his foot. And that, and, it, and it really did. And so, same with Gough, uh, Josh Gowland. He couldn't use his left foot a lot. And I got to him and it was literally, well, it's repetitive. You know, yeah. you just drop, drop a ball and kick it into a goal. Things yeah. like that. Just keep doing it. Keep doing it. And then, then you start trying to do it accurately. Put a ball down. Try and put them into corners and stuff like that with yeah. your left foot.
3: So simple. Try and like,
0: volley them. into. Yeah. If you can get used to volleying a ball, then you can get better used to placing a ball and, and passing a ball. Yeah. And he became become so much better in his left foot. He might not admit it, but it was definitely me.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Kit Manning coach, Kit Manning coach, I love it. Yeah. I'll have to ask why his professional footballer dad didn't teach him that. Next time we see Honey, we'll yeah. have to ask him. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I, 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 I guarantee Honey will say that because he couldn't. Everything he kicked used to go out of the park.
2: <laughs>
0: and it was just a matter of adjusting his body. Um, and he was a better centre after it.
2: Brilliant. Well, look, Matt, you've been absolutely brilliant. I mean, we're nearly an hour and a half here. The time has absolutely flown by. (laughs) It's absolutely flown by. Um, So, thank you very much for joining us uh, for this first special. Um, And uh, yeah, hopefully, chat to you again soon. Yes, my pleasure. pleasure. Thank you
0: very much, gents.